Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I am Richard DeRazor Ewing. He is Matt, the wise man, wise. And if you're watching us right now, you put your game face on. Always lead off with my questions. If you are looking to find out how you can get the best detail out of that carpet that you cleaned last week, you're on the wrong podcast. And if you're looking to figure out how you can get the, you know, the roof, you know, reshingled, and you, you need directions, you're on the wrong podcast. However, if you're trying to get insight in the Bay Area sports in the San Francisco Bay Area, you just put your game face on. And if you're trying to get insight into sports on a national level, once again, you put your game face on. I said it once, I said it again. I am Richard DeRazor Ewing. My main man, Matt Wise, is here with us. Matt, what do we got? What's going on, man? Hey, you're right. If if you're here for carpet advice, listen, I'm the wrong dude. I My son had an accident with the carpet this last week, and I threw the carpet away. <laughs> you just got rid of it. So, huh? <laughs> I ain't going to help you with any carpet advice. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, we got that out of the way. That's good. Okay. All right. So, so we got a lot to talk about. We only got 30 minutes. Um, we got to talk about the Matthew Stafford deal. Okay. I mean, because this is a situation where it was, you know, for the most part, you know, the, 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 the hot talk was that, the Niners are going to go after Matthew Stafford. Okay. Doesn't happen. Instead, he ends up in LA instead of San Francisco. Now the Rams send two first round picks, a third round pick, and they send Jared Goff to the Lions. I don't know about you, but if I'm Jared Goff, I feel like I just got demoted. <laughs> I mean, and they gave it up. Uh, they gave it up. They they gave up a lot. The Rams did to get Stafford. Um, you could see the direction that it was going for Goff. It wasn't really going well. Things weren't clicking after that Super Bowl season. Um, I'm not sure what it was for him. Uh, for the Rams, this is a huge upgrade. For a Niners fan like myself, it's worrisome. Um, because now you have a consistent quarterback back there that can make all the plays for you. So um, I think for the Rams, it's a, it's a, a great pickup. I think they gave up a lot for it um, because Matthew Stafford isn't going to be your quarterback for the next 10 years. Right. Um, you know, he's kind of, now he's kind of a stopgap, and that's what worried about me for the 49ers. If you pick him up, uh, if the rumors were true that they were going to make a run at Stafford is, He's just, he's not a long-term solution. No, no, he's not. And generally, whenever you do any type of trade like this or any type of pickup like this, you got to think long-term. And I think, I think that may be the reason why Lynch and Shanahan didn't go after Stafford. I think they looked and thought, well, you know, he's, he's got, you know, he's, you know, his tires are a little worn. Uh, you know, if we, if we do this, we got to think of, you know, three years down the line because we all know in three years, both of these guys' jobs are going to be on the hot seat, okay? Because their contracts are probably going to be up. Um, do you we have? Do we have some bills to pay? Do you have the the, the promo? You do not. Okay. Well, guess what? Um, so we're going to have to find a bet online promo because we got to run that. 
And did I send it to you? I did not get it, no. Okay. All right, that's all right. That's all right. We'll we'll pick it up. Then I said didn't I send it to you last week though? Last week, yes. Uh I'll take a look for it. Look for okay. it. Okay, we just need we just need to read it. That's all. But anyway, getting back to what we we're talking about, we we're talking about Stafford, we we're talking about the deal, we we're talking about all these first round picks and everything. And then this is the other problem. The other problem with Stafford is this. He's got some age, he's got some wear and tear. Um, but it's kind of a situation, like you said, we don't know if this is going to work out for the Rams in the next two to three seasons. So, but do me a favor too, man. See if you can find that promo because we got to read Well, that. here we go, Richard. Richard, hold on. NFL season is coming to an end. We, we got a Super Bowl this weekend. And we might not be at the game. We might not be going to the game. I'm going to be watching the game. Okay. You can still bet on the action at bet online from game spreads to totals, to players, to coaches, to coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And there's always the online casino, Richard online casino never closes. Hmm. So I, I encourage you head to betonline.ag today. And take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. There you go. I knew my man was going to pull it off. <laughs> hey, we do it on the fly here. This is we're not. Hey, I'm not. I'm not a you know a, a polished sports person. I'm a dude that loves to talk sports, and that's what we're here doing. Okay, well, wait a minute. Uh, you bite your tongue, sir. You are very polished. Don't everybody tell you you're not. All right. All right. So, so Jared Goff's contract was 134 million, and now listen, the Lions are carrying that. Listen, I am. I am super, super happy for the Rams. Way to go! You got your quarterback. Listen, the Rams were in a position where they had to win now. They got a quarterback that can give them a chance to win now. Niners are in a position where they got to figure a lot of things out at quarterback position. If we're talking about quarterbacks and they got to figure out what are they doing with Jimmy Garoppolo? Are they riding with Jimmy Garoppolo next year? If they are, what are they going to do in the draft? I hope that they spend that number 12 pick on a young quarterback that could be your quarterback forever. Or are you really, really making a push at Deshaun Watson? Because if you are, this listen this is a quarterback driven league my buddy he hit he hit me up on he said listen you got to remember this is a quarterback driven league if you have a chance to get an, a talent like deshaun watson go out and get him so uh, here we are a third week talking about it if it's still an option do it okay but this is the problem the problem is first of all i'm gonna let you know houston they they've already they're not even talking deshaun watson trade right now they've taken it off the table for now okay the other problem is this. Houston's going to want a lot, okay? And some of these scenarios that they've been talking about, some of it is just ridiculously crazy. I mean, they're talking, like, say, for instance, if the Niners were to consider talking to Houston, Houston could come to them and say, oh, well, guess what? You give us three number one picks, give us Garoppolo, and George Kittle or Nicky Bosa or both. And we'll give you Deshaun Watson. And that's that's just ridiculous to me. 
Yeah, you're out of your mind on on giving you Kittle or Bosa. Um, but maybe. I mean, maybe one or the other. I don't know. I probably wouldn't give up Bosa. He's, to me, the anchor of your defense. I'm, I Maybe because, again, this is a league. Look at what we have in the Super Bowl. Who's in the Super Bowl? Two yeah. elite quarterbacks. You got Bay Area Brady, mm-hmm. you know, the GOAT. And you have Patrick Mahomes, who's uh, trending upwards to be another goat in the making if he continues to have the career that he's having. So it's a quarterback league. So maybe you do have to to part with a guy like Kittle um, or Bosa. It hurts to say, I don't like that. I don't think that's a good trade, but but you're going to have to give up some pieces. Okay, this is me. If I'm, if I'm John Lynch right now, my whole deal is this, is that I would do the three first round picks. I'd give them Garoppolo, okay? I'd give them George Kittle. I'm not giving them Nikki Bosa. That's not gonna happen, okay? Because this is the thing. And some people would even say, well, Rich, giving up George Kittle is crazy. And you're right, it is. But what do we know from watching the NFL? We know that that when you know a budding new star comes in the NFL, his first season, or maybe in the first two seasons, he has breakout performances, okay? Then, as time goes on, they, people start doing a film study on the person, okay? Once they start doing a film study, then they start figuring the guy out, okay? Then, by the third or fourth season, that same guy that was coming in with these breakout, you know, season or whatever, starts to slow down a little bit. All of a sudden, he gets injured, okay? Now, all of a sudden, guess what? He's not performing like he was when he first came in the league, Okay? And that's the reason why I would consider the George Kittle trade, okay? Bosa, no, absolutely not. I'm sorry. Bosa, like you said, let me, go ahead. Let me float another, another potential scenario that I think would be so cool. Keep Jimmy Garoppolo. You need to rebuild the quarterback's room around him, right? Bring in a quarterback like Fitzmagic. Bring in a quarterback like Cam Newton if he doesn't go back to New England, which I don't think he is. Bring in a quarterback like back like that. Put him in a room with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now also take your number 12 pick and draft a quarterback uh, at the number 12 pick like that kid out of North Dakota. Um, Is it North Dakota? I believe it is. Um, Trey Lance, North Dakota State. Draft him. Put him on the bench because he doesn't have a ton of experience. So he's going to need to sit on the bench and learn. Put him on the bench. Let them learn under a quarterback like Cam Newton, like Jimmy Garoppolo, that you're building in that room now because they need help in that quarterback room. And you don't have to give up the farm. A two-year two year thing, that's it. Well, I'll tell you something. That's actually not a bad idea. I like the Cam Newton pickup. I, I think that that's that's amazing if you can make that happen. Um, I will say this much, though. When it comes to – I don't know, man. It's just – the the, 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 the Deshaun Watson deal to me, it's just the answer to me. It really is. It's just the answer. He's only 25 years old. And I'll tell you something. When this guy first came in the league, I was stunned that Lynch and, and what didn't go after this kid. I thought, dude, what is it that you don't like about this kid? He can throw the football. He can run. Okay. His passer ratings are through the roof. And, and this is the thing. Here's another chance to get him. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's like you pass on these opportunities 
and, and we've seen this we've seen this movie before okay when the Niners had a, a situation to, to jump on something they didn't do it because either they didn't like the money or they felt like well you know what we really don't know that was in everybody's brain got foggy and no one could think it was like dude come on if the rumors are true, right, which the rumors are swirling and they've been swirling around more and more as the days pass, but if the rumors are true and there's this love affair with with Shanahan and Kirk Cousins, um, you know, again, there's an option that's that's not really a great option. It's it's not a it's not a huge jump uh, at quarterback's position for you. It it's not um, so. So I, I hope they're taking I I'm, I hope they're taking a serious look at Deshaun Watson and and reaching out to him and his agent uh, to see if there's any interest um, to see if you could pull a trade off that way. Um, but yeah, I mean it, you'd have to, you're gonna have to give up a lot. Um, but if you could solidify your quarterback position for ten years, are you okay lo- losing three first round picks for the next three years? Yeah. Because you know what we know? We know that, hey, the proof is in the pudding. And you look at the first round picks in the last 10 years, how many breakout stars you got? Not a lot. <laughs> it's hit and miss. Right. Yeah, yeah it's it, hit and miss. it is hit and miss. And, and, and this is the other part of it. The other part of it is that when you look at, at Deshaun and you look at how he's performed, he's performed well when he's happy. Okay, you bring him to San Francisco, he's going to be happy. New environment, new coach. It's like a revamping of his career, okay, if you will, to him, okay? You give up a George Kittle, okay, you still have Debo Samuel. You still got Ayuk, you You still still got got Moser. Okay, and I don't know if they're going to keep who I like to call a born identity, uh, Born, Jason Born, or uh, uh, Kendrick Born. Kendrick Born. I don't know if they're going to keep him, um, but I tell you something. I, I would like to see them keep him. I think Born's not a bad receiver. I really don't. I, th- I mean, he's. Ah, I think you could get better on the market. You well, know, a better third, fourth no. receiver. Yeah, they know Born. The reason why I like him so much, he's that uncanny receiver that you can't put your finger on. Every game that guy was making a catch that was uncatchable and at a time when no one thought he would catch it. You you think you may think so, but that's just because he was so flashy every time he caught it. He thought it was the greatest thing in the world. I'm not a huge Kendrick Bourne fan. Uh, I think he's got great dance moves. Uh, I think, you know, he's entertaining. I just, I think they can do better on the market, um, you know, than, than what they have there to, to get a, you know, a deeper, deeper wide receiver core. Uh, what they what they're gonna have to focus on is their O line, and what are they gonna uh, do on their D line? Uh, what are they gonna do with a guy like Kerry Hyder Jr.? What's going on with a guy like D Ford? Um, there's just a lot of questions for the 49ers. Yeah. Okay, we we're gonna we're gonna drive the car in the other direction now. Let's talk Golden State Warriors. Okay, uh, I'm sure you heard by now. Wiseman is out. He's got a he's got a wrist injury. His left wrist. It's, it's sprained. So they're looking at seven to 10 days and then they're going to reevaluate them. Um, but you kind of starting to get the, the feel that 
with everything that Kerr's trying to do with this franchise, it seemed like something else just keeps popping up. You know, he's got what he's got. He's got Marquise Chris is injured. You know, he, he's pretty much out. We already know Clay's out. Um, and then you get the seven foot center who is is making a splash, and now all of a sudden he's injured. And it might not be a serious injury. You may be able to come back in seven ten days, like you said. But it just seems like every time you turn around, something else is happening. I was going to ask you: Did you notice the uh, back and forth uh, commentary from Clay Thompson to? Uh, Steph Curry the other night when they played against the Pistons. I loved it. I loved it. Great. Um, you you got to love Clay. You got to love the camaraderie those two have. You got to love the camaraderie actually that, that the whole team has. You have to credit Steve Kerr for that and for the amazing job he's done, whether during a pandemic playing basketball or not. Uh, the Warriors are in, in eighth place. They're tied. They're tied like a five team tie, four and a half games out. They're 11 and nine. Uh, they just came off a, a stretch of basketball where if if you throw out the Phoenix Suns game, it was pretty flawless little run of basketball for the last four or five games. And now you're coming up on a stretch of some really, really tough basketball and really uh, tough competition. And you started out tomorrow night with the Boston Celtics, and then you have a back-to-back against the Dallas Mavericks. And don't sleep on the Mavericks. I know they're not – they're down in the standings this year, but – Luka Doncic's calling out himself. He's calling out his teammates. He's calling out, you know, his team. Um, I would expect to see a turnaround. Those are going to be two tough games. And then you have a back-to-back with the Spurs. So, um, you know, you got a, you got a tough little stretch. And then right after that, you're you facing K- KD and the, uh, the Magic team, the Dynasty team, the, you know, all, all-star team they have now down in, in Brooklyn. So, it's going to be tough without Wiseman for sure. Well, I think also you have to consider that because they don't have Marquise Chris, because they, 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 Wiseman's going to be out, you know, they, they got to go to Smiley Geach at this point. And we know that, you know, Allen's not, he's not the guy that they thought or assumed that he would become. Um, he's been in and out of the G League, uh, you know, over the last, you know, several weeks. And I don't know. He just seems the guy to me looks like he's got cement feet, man. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't move around. He doesn't, he doesn't go after the ball. He's kind of waiting for the plays to come to him. And I'm just thinking, well, shoot, man, they talked about this guy. Like this guy was, was going to be, you know, the next European, you know, you know, sensation to hit the league. And I'm looking at him thinking, dude, what, what, what are you doing, man? You, 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 like I said, he just looks like he's waiting for the play to come to him. Listen, don't, don't, don't be fooled by my appearance. I could play some ball, okay? Right. I could play some basketball. I can get down. But you put me in the NBA, my feet are going to look like they're in cement too. <laughs> the, the game is just a, a lot faster. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what it looks for Smiley Each. It looks like the game's a little bit too fast for him. Um, you're right. It does look like he's, he's, he's got cement boots. So, um, hey, it's a good chance. Next man up. Let's see what you got. Um, see where your game's improved. It's it's your time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will say this much that we have discussed the 49ers and we've discussed the Warriors. Uh, let's talk a little baseball. Let's talk a little Giants. Both. It just so happened that we turned on today and we both had Giants caps on. I, I know our audience is probably thinking, oh, these guys set this up. No, we didn't, to be honest. Nope. 
That's where I two I, months. I, I put my my giant stuff on today, and I turn up my Zoom. All of a sudden, Matt's got his giants. I'm like, man, this is getting kind of scary now. I'm like, shoot, but uh, but we we uh, uh, first of all, two months till opening till opening day. Opening Second day. of all, sh- I, I'm gonna bring this up. Shame on you, Hall of Fame. Shame on you, Hall of Fame writers, for not voting anyone into the Hall of Fame this year. Uh, if your Hall of Fame is is supposed to be tell the history of baseball and you're going to leave guys like Barry Bonds out, whether you like him or not or agree with what he did or not, um, he you can't tell the history of baseball without that man. And so getting on baseball, I, I just had to rant on that. It, 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 it's heartbreaking that – that we, you know, we, we are not going to get a hall of fame class with, with the inductees, the, the guys that were nominated that were on the list, they should have got in, but uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you didn't interrupt at all. And I'll tell you something, you, you pretty hit the hammer on a nail head there because I'll tell you something, I'm actually very appalled at the hall of fame and the writers as well, because really at the end of the day, you know, they need to understand that that time was happening because guys like Bud Selig, and the so-called aficionados, if you will, in baseball allowed it, okay? And if baseball allowed it, then how does the Hall of Fame think that they should be able to decide simply because somebody was juicing or somebody wasn't juicing? The fact of the matter is, you had over 100 different players that were juicing, okay? And everybody knows it. And some of those people already got into the Hall, okay? So you go, okay, well, now, now you're being real judgmental now because you're saying this guy can get in, he was juicing. But you're letting them in, but you ain't letting guys like Kirk Schilling and and, and Barry Bonds and 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 uh, the the oh man, Boston Red Sox picture. Omar Vizquel. Uh, yeah, there was the list was. I mean, it's just so sad for baseball, and it just it, it hurts me for, as a baseball fan that you know the commissioner during that time is inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, and, and they turned the, a blind eye, turned the other cheek to, to what was going on in baseball. They had to have, um, well, more than a hundred players. It had to have been, we, I mean, hundred that we probably know of. Um, it's just, it's, it's disheartening. Um, but you know what? Uh, I'm looking forward to Giants baseball. I'm looking forward to seeing what, what they can do this year. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Buster Posey come back, um, seeing what they could do to put those pieces together, see them kind of implement some of these stars, Joey, uh, Joey Bart and some of the, some of the other uh, up and comers I'm, that are, are everybody. I hear the rumor about some of these young guys coming up um, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, I tell you something, there is the other side of the bay too. The A's. Okay, and we recently found out today, it appears that Marcus Simeon is no longer going to be in Oakland A. Apparently, he's gone to Toronto, signed a one-year deal with them. And this isn't new for the A's. It isn't. The A's do this all the time. They, they bring in these guys. They become stars. And the first thing they do is they offload them to somebody else. It, it has been their, 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 their makeup as long as I've known them. And it is sad, okay, to watch because, I mean, we're talking Bay Area sports here. Now, we may have our particular team, but still, in the end of the day, we root for the Bay teams. That's what we do. So we've seen the Dream Series before, and we loved it, okay, when the A's played the Giants. But the thing is, if you're going to be offloading all all this talent, how do you ever think you're going to be able to compete at a high level and actually compete? For, for, you know, for the pennant. 
it's it's so sad because you know growing up i had one of those split hats you know nobody yeah. wants to claim they had them but it was like a's on one side and giants, giants on, on the, the other, other side yeah. I had one, you know, for, for football with the Niners and the Raiders. There you go. Uh, you know, and, and I do have definitely have a love for the A's. Um, you know, my dad went to the 89 World Series. He was there the, when the earthquake struck the earthquake at, that, yeah. at that World Series game. Um, I have stuff in my office about that World Series that has A's stuff all over it. it it's just so sad that, that the A's really haven't got it together um as an organization to put it together and it's it's disheartening for the fans too um and and you see it you know when the season starts they just kind of know they know what what the a's are going to be and if if they even have a good team they're the uncertainty of if they're going to have that team toward the end of the year when it's time to to contend for a championship so and that's what's tough it's it's that mentality of well, who, is this going to be the guys we're starting with this group of guys? Are these going to be the guys we're going to end the season with? Um, and you never know with it, the Oakland A's. Yeah, and I think, because we were talking about this earlier too, you're starting to think, though, you're starting to see that, and you don't want to say this, but you're starting to think that you may be trying to see that in San Francisco too. Because Farhan, ever since he took the helm, He's been very, very, I mean, what is it? Uh, uh, I mean, Ebenezer Scrooge, man, when it comes to spending money. He just, he's like, look, he, look, the smaller, and don't get me wrong. I understand why, because when he got there, they had some pretty inflated contracts, no question about it. But I'm saying, what do we know? We know that in, 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 in any type of sport where it's a commercial sport like that, you got to have that big ticket. That big ticket's got to come from somewhere. You can't you can't put, you know, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I guess, you know, Billy Bean's probably the best example of this because he had a bunch of guys out there that weren't the big ticket and they were still winning games. But we can see that it's starting to lead now, okay? I wouldn't be surprised if 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 uh, Crush Davis, who I like to call him in Oakland, I wouldn't be surprised if he after this season he's looking to go someplace else because he knows he can make more money. Right. And the A's aren't going to pay him. He knows the A's aren't going to pay him because no. they don't, they don't pay anyone. No. Um, and, and that's a problem. And, and that's kind of been a problem with baseball in general is they got away from promoting their players, their big players, the big name players. Um, and, and the whole league just kind of fell off, you know, I mean, look at the giants in the heyday, you had Barry Bonds. I mean, he carried the, the, the organization for almost, you know, 20 years, it seemed like, yeah. uh, I know it wasn't, but it seemed like it was. And then you, and then you had the world series run. Um, a little bit of me has to go, or am I just spoiled as a giants fan? <laughs> um, it, do I need to be realistic about some of the expectations and what it takes to rebuild a major league baseball team? Unless your name is the Yankees or the Dodgers, or now you throw the Padres hat in the ring, which if you're a Giants fan, it's it's scary looking at our division um, yeah. with some of the hitters that we have being the Dodgers and the Padres because um, it's it's going to be it's going to be scary. So we got a few minutes and we're going to be shutting it down, but um, I want to go back and pivot back to the 49ers again because you know you talked earlier about the possibility of them going after Kirk Cousins, which I think I'm sorry, I, I just. If they do that, 
then guess what? My view of the 49er organization changes dramatically. Okay. They're not the same organization anymore because like I said, when you pick up a player, you pick up the player because you always want to go up. Okay. You don't pick up a player. So you stay the same. Okay. You, you, you pick it up so you can go up. Okay. And if you don't go up, then you didn't solve anything by making the move. Okay. And, 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 and guess what? If that's the case, just keep Garoppolo. <laughs> okay. If you, in other words, if you go after Kirk Cousins, like, dude, you might as well just keep Garoppolo. At least, at least with Garoppolo, you know what you're getting. With Cousins, we don't know what we're getting. You don't. And Gra- and Gra- to me, Garoppolo has a way huger upside than, uh, than Kirk Cousins does. So, um, you know, it's just, for me, it's not a good fit. Um, it, one thing before we, before we head out, I do want to mention, Hey, San Jose Sharks. I know they're not having a, a, a standout beginning to the year. It's been kind of a rough start. Uh, but I love the, the, the goalie they picked up. I love his name mainly Devin Dubnik. Um, that is just a excellent, excellent hockey name. Hockey the, du- the Dubnik, Devin Dubnik. I wow. uh, got a, he's got a few starts already this year. Uh, haven't looked great, but, uh, go Sharkies. Okay. Well, the other thing that we got to let our listeners know, if you can see behind Matt in his room, we got basically the Game Face t-shirts that we are issuing to new subscribers. So if you're not a subscriber, and if you subscribe, you'll get one of these t-shirts. And we got them in two colors, in blue and in gold. And they feature a really cool picture of Stephen Curry when he was going off one night. I remember that look he gave too, because he looked just like his dad when he did it. <laughs> but dude, you really want to subscribe, you subscribe, we get to the t-shirt and we just do that because we just appreciate having our listeners in. Um, we're going to have to say goodbye because we run out of time. I'm Richard DeRozan Ewing. He's Matt, the wise man, Wiseman. And this is Game Face. You can come in, you can sit down, you can put your feet up. But if you do, you better have your game face on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.